What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Dense Pixels Podcast. I'm your host, Brad, joined by my co-hosts, Micah hey. and Terrence. What up? Micah's sick again. We were giving, <laughs> we were giving him shit before the episode because apparently um, he no longer has an immune system. <laughs> yes, yes. My immune system took a Titus O'Neil and <laughs> <laughs> ran down to the ring and tripped over itself and decided to fall headfirst underneath the ring. That's embarrassing. I mean, <laughs> That's I, just insane. My, my immune system has also diminished in the past couple of years, but I blame that on having a child who now brings the germs of other children home with him on a consistent basis. Now I'm getting attacked on like multiple fronts. <laughs> well, I, I got it at the hospital where children things happen. <laughs> so, and there's, and the and sick people. Well, actually, no, I guess not sick people at there, but... uh, No, not sick people there. No, not at all. But yeah. People take a lot of money from you. Yeah, so, but Micah, like I said, he's going to sound like ass for the the entire podcast, as per (laughs) usual, apparently. Um, So listen, we're not going to talk a lot about God of War. Uh, Both you guys, I think, have beaten the game. Yep. Yeah. I have not. Um, and like I said, I, I, I think God of War deserves its own separate, um, special podcast that we'll end up doing eventually when yeah. I get done. Yes, it does. Yeah, it definitely does. So, but I did, um, pick up, I finally picked up near Automatama or whatever. Mm, Otana, another, Otana. another, another PlayStation 4. <laughs> well, it is your preferred system. So, I mean, it, it stands <laughs> the reason that you would buy more games for it. Anyway, as I was saying, <laughs> I picked because I've been wanting to play the goddamn game for months. Like, but I wasn't paying. I didn't feel like paying full price for it. So I just went online yesterday and it was like, "Hey, it's fifty percent off." I was like, "Oh shit!" It's twenty nine ninety nine. So I was like, "Okay, fuck it. I'll go ahead and download it." Uh, it's my kind of game. That's it. <laughs> like, I like I like those kind. Of, I like platinum. It's one of platinum's best. I've only I've put like two or three hours into it. Uh, I like it so far. Um, I'm still with the first character. The story is weird. I like how it switches different modes. It's got like a actually, it has all the all the types of games that I like. It's like a it's like a top down shoot 'em up, a side scrolling shoot 'em up, a side scrolling fighter, and like a regular just Devil May Cry type fighter. That shit is awesome to me. <laughs> I don't necessarily like the art style because it's on a PlayStation Four. It's not the best looking game, but. Like the game is fun, man. It's just it's just fun. So and apparently kinda, people really, really like the story. I'm not too far into it yet, so I can't really speak on that just yet. It's your type of game in that the protagonist is a young Asian style looking girl with uh a short dress and no drawers. Is is that is that your type of game? Yes. <laughs> I don't I honestly I don't even <laughs> I feel I, doesn't she have different outfits and shit that you can put on? Um I think you do, but um, I think you have to pay to get them. No, and, nah, no, not doing that. And plus, I think if you pay to get them, you get put on a list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could see that happening. I don't. I'm good. I, I think it's the pay. same list you get put on when you buy Senra and Kagura Peach Bleach, Peach Beach Splash. Oh, that's um, different. Is it? That's different. That is. Uh, that's like buying a Sports Illustrated. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like buying the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition. That's all that is. Okay. Never mind the mini game where you're shooting out some sort of whitish liquid all over the girls. 
As Are they... you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I'm, I'm shocked that you're shocked there. It's honestly. I'm shocked oh that you're God. shocked. Oh, Jesus Christ. I remember that. Uh, you got to be fucking kidding me. There were times at the old uh, video game haberdashery where <laughs> there were there were certain like covers we weren't allowed to put on the wall because they had yeah. suggestive imagery uh, from some from particular games from that side of the uh, Pacific. Yeah, I can. Yeah. <laughs> so, Good yeah, this is not surprising to me whatsoever. Um, Micah, you did not get a chance to speak on Yakuza 6 last week because we were too busy talking about God of War for half an hour. So, yeah, tell us a little I, uh, about it. I, I played uh, a little bit of it. I'm not too far into it. I just started getting back into it. And um, it is uh, Kazuma Kiryu is an old man now. He's like 50 now, um, which is th- this series is kind of amazing. Like. It starts off with, you know, canonically with Zero and him being in his 20s. And now the sixth game, he's 50. And from Zero, he's trying to get into the Yakuza. And in six, he's an old man who founded an orphanage who, again, took the rap for something that he didn't do because he's loyal. He's a good guy to a fault. And um, he gets out of prison. And um, he has to, and he goes back to his orphanage and all the kids are there. And um, his surrogate daughter, who you met in the first Yakuza game, who has grown up to be a Japanese idol, she has gone missing. So he goes to uh, this town that he's always getting sucked back into and finds out that she was hit. Uh, She was involved in a hit and run. And now uh, he finds out that his surrogate daughter had a baby and now he, the, 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 his surrogate daughter's in a coma and he's, I'm at the point now where I'm walking around with this baby trying to find a father. And it's just, it's a weird series, but I love it. It's, it's that weird type of like, when you think of weird Japanese stuff, like that's this game. Um, I don't like the, combat system i don't think it's as um robust as uh previous entries i'm gonna compare a lot of this to yakuza zero because i I absolutely love yakuza zero it's my favorite um and that had a little more variety in the combat um some new japan pro wrestlers are in it just randomly (laughs) as like you know gang leaders like they're not like the wrestlers they're just the likenesses and i think the voices and um it's 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 weird man but it's it's my it's my answer to shinmu i you know what i don't need a shinmu to come out anymore <laughs> it ain't coming not, out but, right because it's not coming out games and master yakuza 2 and I think they're going to just do all of the Yakuza, Yakuza's again. So fuck your Shinmu. I am perfectly fine with Yakuza. Um, they, have a, they have a full-on virtual fighter, like, five arcade mode in the game. Like, if you walk like to the an game? Arcade, yes, like the game. Like, you walk to an arcade, you put in, like, you know, 
1400 yen or whatever. <laughs> and you can play Virtual Fighter. And it's Virtual Fighter. Like, so they just threw Virtual Fighter in the fucking game. Yeah, they just put it in there. And it's cool, man. And it's got a lot of mini games and stuff like that. It's, I mean, they, I, I, I can't stand the fact that they use the same trope as they do with every Yakuza game. Apparently, like, Kazuma or Kiryu is always going to jail and coming out and not knowing anything about the world. Like, he doesn't know what a chat room is. Uh, he just got a cell phone. Uh, he doesn't, like, he just, he's, he doesn't know what YouTube is, like streaming or anything like that, because it takes place in 2016. Well, he went to jail in 20, but he went to jail in 2013 this time. So, nigga, that's that ain't that far. It's not that far. That's like, the YouTube was around in 2013. YouTube was around in 2007. Right, but you know he's 50 also, so he's like, oh, 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 I don't know. I don't know what this shit is, but yeah, man, I like it. I like it a lot. So I can't wait to uh, get back into it. I just, this is how early I am for people who have played it. I just went to the second town to look for this baby's daddy. And I, uh, I got into a fight at a baseball game. Just, just random. Just some gangsters playing baseball. <laughs> somebody needed, somebody needed an extra man because somebody uh, copped out because he was sick. And here I am. And it turns out, oh, the the other team is 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 uh, is the players consist of a bunch of people that uh, I ran afoul of who just happened to be gangsters. And then we get into a fight on the dime. That's. That's the proper terminology, right, Brad? It is, <laughs> yes. A base brawl you even got into before anyone <laughs> could say. So, yeah, okay. <laughs> so yeah, it's silly, man. It's silly, but it knows it knows exactly what it is, and um, and I love it. So, fuck Shenmue. Interesting. I agree. We'll see. Uh, we'll see if your opinion holds up when you play Shenmue three. Oh, I'm gonna get it. Yeah, I'm gonna buy it. Yeah, it's, we know. Buy it. We know. I'll be all mad again. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, if you are listening to this podcast, just so you know, we do also post it in video format on YouTube. So go to youtube.com slash dense pixels, subscribe to the podcast while you're the YouTube channel rather while you're there. In addition to the show, we have some game reviews up there and we post let's plays eventually again, maybe one day, but there's a few up there right now. Uh, you can also check out the premium side of the TNP Studios network by going to densepixels.com slash premium. And that way you can sign up for our premium shows. It's only $5 a month or $50 for the entire year uh, to get episodes monthly of The Men with the Golden Tongue starring myself and Micah, No Time to Bleed, the network's action movie podcast, uh, be- weekly or biweekly episodes of The Area Grievances with Micah and Jay, and weekly episodes of the Look Forward political podcast, the full show, because you can only get the first hour for free. I mean, that it's worth it for that alone. It has been lately. Especially the, yeah. the last two episodes. I would agree. <laughs> I'd agree horribly. They, they had a fantastic uh, guest host for the last two weeks, filling in the token white guy spot on the show. <laughs> And then uh, no matter what podcatching app you use, be it Spotify, Google Play Music, Apple Podcasts, Pocket Cast, Podcast Addict, whatever, we're there. So if you search Dense Pixels, subscribe to the show, 
episodes will be delivered to your phone while you sleep. And then when you wake up in the morning and go to work, there they are. So again, Dense Pixels, search for us, subscribe. We appreciate that. New releases. Uh, it is a light week on the release front. The only new game coming to retail stores uh, is Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze, the uh, remade Wii U game coming out for the Nintendo Switch, which I'm looking forward to because it looked really good, but damn if I was going to get a Wii U. Uh, but I have a Nintendo <laughs> Switch, so I'll be happy to play Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze, which has uh, the Funky Kong Easy Mode, which is the new addition to the game as well. Apparently, Funky Kong cannot die, and you can play as him. Funky Kong? Yeah. Yeah, he is the poochie of the Kong family. That's unfair. I like Funky Kong. He had great music in his little kiosk all the time. He looks like Poochie to me. I can't. Uh, he might not be what Poochie it represents, but God damn it, he looks like Poochie to me. I like him. He always, but he he, he always gave off an unwarranted like Pauly Shore vibe for some reason. Yeah. In the previous games, I'm not gonna be using him though because I'm not a wuss. Um, <laughs> it's a new month, so PlayStation has new free games to give away. Uh, Beyond Two Souls. Aptly timed, considering that Detroit Become Human comes out this week, so you can play the last game from Quantic Dream, uh, starring Ellen Page and Willem Dafoe. And then uh, Rayman Legends, uh, the Rayman side-scroller that I somehow had not gotten around to, but now my patience has been rewarded, because I can get it for free. So that's going to be pretty cool. Um, You can also get King Oddball, which is a PlayStation Vita game that also works on the PlayStation 4. So that's your free games for the month. Uh, Super Mega Baseball 2 is releasing on Xbox One this week. Uh, it's free if you have Xbox Live Gold. Uh, it's one of the free games you're going to get this month. Through the Woods, a psychological horror game coming to Xbox Live. And City of Brass, a game that we mentioned several months ago. This is a new game from some former Bioshock developers. Uh, that's coming out to Xbox One. I don't know if any of these games are coming out to PlayStation because they did not post a, re- a list this week, so they don't get mentioned. Sorry, guys. <laughs> And then uh, some release date and new game announcements. Uh, there's a free update to FIFA 18 featuring the FIFA World Cup that is releasing on May 29th. It will have updated rosters for all the international teams and will have a World Cup mode uh, so that you can take your favorite country to the tournament. And that is also the only way that you will see the United States in the World Cup because they did not qualify <laughs> this time. When is the World Cup? So it, I is, to not give a it is throughout the month of June, basically. June. Who 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 is the front runner? Who am I rooting for? Well, so you have your you have your annual front runners. So Germany, uh, Argentina, Brazil are, are are usually the big three that you can kind of chalk in for prediction. Uh, England might make some noise this year. Uh, Portugal has been looking dangerous. They won the Euros in twenty sixteen on the back of Cristiano Ronaldo. Um, any other teams really have a legitimate shot to? Who's on the cover of FIFA this year? Uh, on the cover of FIFA this year is... Uh, shit, who's on the cover of FIFA this year? I don't remember. Because I, I don't have the actual like game disc. I just have a digital copy of the game. So for the life of me, I can't remember. Oh, uh, uh, Ronaldo's on the cover this year. That's who it is. That's who I'll be rooting for. All right, so you want to you see Portugal win. Yes, there you go. Uh, France always has a way to come through. For oh, France? Well, so. Oh, I'm rooting for France. Fuck that. I like France. That's fair. Uh, France has a couple guys. I'm going to be rooting for England um, because many of my club, my favorite club teams players are on England's national team. So 
I will the, hope uh, that they win. Because because my thoughts say oh uh, yes uh, Tottenham Hotspur, uh, because not only did my actual country not qualify for the World Cup, but my ancestral company country also did not qualify, which is the Netherlands. Despite being like one of the best teams in the world, they apparently were not good enough to make it to the World Cup <laughs> this time around. So I will be hoping to see my club players do well. It's literally the only thing I'm going to care about for this World Cup. Hmm. I don't care about any of that. I know you don't. Which is, I accept that. I accept it. And then uh, Sonic Mania Plus keeps making its way back in the docket by just releasing like bits of information. It's coming out on July 18th for those of you that want to torture yourself again um, with terrible side scrolling platforming games. You're going to stop slandering. It's not slander when it's true, Terrence. It's not true. <laughs> Although I haven't played a Sonic game in like 20 years. Thank but anyway. <laughs> I feel like a fine side scrolling game. I feel like your your nostalgia is clouding your judgment here. I don't know. I mean, you did call it the right thing. It is a side scroller, not a platformer. Correct. So what? (laughs) Exactly. It's not a platformer. Can't you can't do precision jumping on platforms with Sonic the Hedgehog? (laughs) It's a run run simulator, Sonic the Hedgehog. So that is all your new release announcements. I will pass it to Terrence, who is going to talk about a story that he has no interest in, but me and Micah do. So yeah, I really don't take it away. <laughs> okay, first of all, let me announce the story first. Um, here's what's coming in the Destiny 2 Warmind expansion. Uh, you're going to have some more stuff to do. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what you could do to begin with, but um, look, y'all can talk about this shit. I don't care. But the game is $10 at Best Buy right now. That's a good price. $9.99. And I am still not going to pick it up. I got a Best Buy 10 minutes from my house. I mean, I can leave right after this show and pick that shit up. $10. I ain't doing it. We have accepted the fact that at this point you are Team Monster Hunter. That's fine. That's okay. Because it's a better game. I don't agree with that statement. No, it is. They're not the same game. They're completely different games. It's a completely different game, but one is better. <laughs> like I, I don't, I don't see what the argument is here. They offer vastly different experiences. Do they? They do. This isn't a Mario <laughs> Sonic comparison where you can, where you can clearly say that Mario uh, has guns in it. Got two types of guns. It's got. It, shut up. <laughs> I don't like this at all. And you hunt stuff. <sighs> and you level up. And you get better gear. And you can actually get the gear because you can get the gear you want by 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 defeating the monsters you want. Instead of randomly getting the same gun that everyone else has because the stats are the same on everything. But that's neither here nor there. There you go. Because right. that's, that was something everyone wanted. All right. Anyway, go ahead. You go so, ahead and talk about that because I'm going to go ahead and take a nap. So you get the campaign, <laughs> which, uh, which will probably be Osiris length. And it focuses on the awakening of the Warmind Rasputin, which you did back in Destiny 1. The yeah, I remember that, that mission a lot. Yeah. <laughs> because that was a mission that we did and I did every, ever, every day. Yeah, and uh, but you'll fight alongside Anna Bray of the uh, Bray family to take on who? Uh, and it, you, you're not deep enough into the lore to understand any of this. Oh, because the lore wasn't wasn't present in the first. It time. was there, but it was on card. It, it was, was in card form. Grimoire. It's in card form. There was fucking desktop. There was you know? good stuff. Uh, okay, but cool. the 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 campaign is arguably the least important thing to come with this expansion because there's going to be a ton of updates to the game. Um, most notably in PvP. 
which is now getting ranked play, uh, which is something that these people have wa- asked for since Destiny 1. Um, there's separate ranked playlists for both uh, casual and competitive modes. Um, casual mode, you'll get to rank up without any penalty, and there'll be rewards for achieving certain tiers. Uh, competitive, your rank will go up and down based on your performance. And again, unique rewards as well for those. Um, each season, there'll be an exclusive gun to chase on each of those lists. Um, there'll be a new type of public event, which is unlike any of the other public events they've had in the game thus far. This is actually, it's called Escalation Protocol. Um, it could be triggered any time by the players. It's not like the other public events where you have to wait until they naturally occur in the environment. And in this one, it, it's basically like a, like a horde mode, basically. Um, where yeah, you, that's what people were asking for. Well, it's, it's, it's more stuff to do. Um, up to seven waves, and apparently they will. It will actually be somewhat difficult. Um, there will be exclusive rewards every week uh, for this mode, and there will be one of five unique bosses if you can make it to the uh, last wave. Um, so we'll see how that is. This, I mean, if it, uh, this is similar to like Court of Oryx and Axis Forge, but apparently a little bit more thought out than those modes were. Mm. So we'll see how that goes. Um, obviously, there'll be new armors and weapons as well. Um, Let's see, you can get other public event rewards and Escalation Protocol as well. Uh, they're buffing a shitload of exotics to the game as well to actually make them unique and stand out a little bit more and make them awesome. Um, and and the, the, the improvements that I've heard about on the guns that they are buffing uh, sound pretty cool. And they make weapons that I kind of liked in the first place even better and more fun to use. Uh, Micah, did you have any questions about any of those exotics? I don't even be keeping up with that. Um, uh, I haven't been keeping up as I should have. Is the uh, is that uh, pulse rifle with that that uh, that um, explodes the target on on a headshot or some shit like that? It, did they buff that? Oh, they. Uh, you're thinking about the graviton lance. Um, yeah. They did actually. So instead of a three shot pulse, now it's actually a two shot pulse, and if you trigger. The uh, the special effect instead of so what it used to be is if you headshotted an enemy, um, this like gravity ball would like fall out of the fall out of their skull and explode, but it wasn't very good because it didn't do a lot of damage and it and it usually the it usually fell too far away to damage enemies that were in a pile. Well, now what happens is the enemy that gets killed elevates into the air and he does like a mini nova bomb basically that will also send out like void projectiles to other enemies around him as well. And it does uh, a lot more damage. Good, because I've always thought that that gun was kind of cool. It had a great sound. It just, it just didn't, you know. It had a great gimmick. It just didn't, you know, you know, like it, the explosion wasn't like what I thought it would be. Um, and what you, exotics do I use? Is it is it just exotic guns or are they just exotic, just just guns? Just guns. Guns. Yeah. Um, I don't use too many exotic guns. Uh, are you a Hardlight fan? Because Hardlight's about to get ridiculous. I, I, I do like Hardlight, uh, yeah. So now Hardlight's getting the Borealis effect where you can switch the element on the fly instead of having to go into yes, the menu screen. thank you. And, Jesus Christ. And the ricochet rounds are going to do double damage now. Yo. Uh, well, mm, all right. <laughs> all right. I'm going to have to hop back in. Just to fuck around with that thing. So that's going to be cool. Um, Skyburner's Oath is getting a huge buff to making that gun actually somewhat useful. Um, Fighting Lion's getting buffed again. Crimson's getting buffed. Um, uh, there's one grenade launcher that shoots out um, 
insects that track your uh colony's good enough they're not buffing that because <laughs> it's good enough say, as it they, is yeah they're they're not buffing everything they're just buffing <laughs> some items some weapons so i the the changes i heard about all sound pretty good oh risk runner um that one so like you know what risk runner does right um something about chaining uh arc uh damage so to, so basically when you take arc damage it it builds up in this gun and it basically like as you're taking arc damage you the gun reloads itself as you're firing it yes now that ability procs when it's when it's holstered as well as long as you have it equipped like it'll just it'll just proc and then you can whip it out and just annihilate that i love i love risk runner doing the uh the public event with the um the glimmer extraction because once those bosses come out you can just stand in the middle of the pile and just hold the trigger down and just, yeah. <laughs> just spray it around <laughs> so that's pretty cool um let's see here they, yeah, they said almost every exotic has at least been tweaked. Um, even if they didn't get perks added, um, that their that their their stats are getting buffed up a little bit. Um, there's going to be three new strikes. Uh, only two if you don't have PlayStation Four, but on PS4 there's three new strikes. Uh, the second raid layer is coming down the road as well. Um, the prestige version of Eater of Worlds is coming. Uh, the emote wheel is finally going to be here, which people have been asking for forever. Good. So you can map your own emotes to what to your D pad, and uh, and yeah. So that's uh, that's a taste of what's being added. Um, a lot of a few of the things like the exotic buffs and things like that, you don't even need the expansion for. Um, really, for the expansion, you just need the uh, you know you need that for the strikes and the campaign and the raid and the new weapons and stuff like that. So it is looks. It, um, is it still like? Are we still pretending that nobody nobody plays Destiny anymore? I mean, we're still pretending, and to be so, they had this um, they had this summit that they did last week with a lot of the influencers from the community, yeah. and where they could like pick their brains and talk about like what they want to see and that sort of thing. And the the people that went, they they can't talk about because they they basically told them about stuff that's going to be happening like in the September expansion. So their NDA, they can't talk about that stuff. But what they're saying is that, like, Warmind will be good and all the changes are positive, but it's not going to bring back, like, a lot of lapsed players. Like, you might see, a, like, a surge for a couple weeks and then it might, you know, kind of dip off again. But they said in September, that's what you want to look out for because that's when a lot of the community feedback that they've been getting for the last several months can actually be truly implemented. And they said uh -huh. that one's looking pretty exciting. Okay. Um, to bring back the community, as I predicted. So last, uh, last one is the sunshot getting anything? I don't think so because that's pretty good as it is. Yeah, I didn't think so because um, that's usually my go-to for a uh, hand cannon. But um, you know, hey. But apparently, know. Crimson's getting much better because that was a lot of people were looking like they like that gun, but it was like too low of an ammo reserve um, to yeah. be useful, and apparently, like that's getting buffed up, and they're changing something else with it as well. So. All right. That sounds good. It looks solid. Yeah, you know, I'll always jump back into it if there's something new to play on it, you know. And then Destiny is one of those games where it's just like, all right, it's there if I need to veg out. You know what I mean? Like Absolutely. I've, I had no desire to complete the Osiris campaign on my other two characters, but, you know. So there if I need it. Oh, an Iron Banner apparently is uh, this week again. They're running it again. Um, it's the last chance to get your season two rewards. So I got, the only thing I don't have is that stupid melee, chest melee uh, ornament. Yeah, that stupid chest ornament. 
Like it's a, it's such a pain in the ass. Yeah, I'm not even worried about that chest ornament. Yeah, I got the armor set. I got almost all the ornaments. I'm I'm okay. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's your destiny update. Excellent. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I really stuck to my guns, didn't I? Ten well, no, because you mm-hmm. didn't go to sleep. Oh well, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was busy looking at pictures of stuff. Um. Next up, Microsoft is allowing Xbox players to link their live and Discord accounts while they play nothing. But, um, <laughs> peace. <laughs> like, look, I'm sorry, yo. They're really making me angry. <laughs> oh, my God. They're bothered. They, 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 they're pissing me off. Anyway, I've never used Discord. It's a PC thing, isn't it? Uh, you can use it on your phones as well, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, okay. Um, connect with friends. Connecting. Uh, I'm going to go read a little bit of this article. Connecting with friends is such a big part of why people game and also to play games. Gamers all over the world use and love Discord to easily chat and connect with friends while they game. In the coming weeks, this collaboration will make it easier for games to choose to gamers to, to choose to do just that. Make it easier to connect and see what friends are playing across console and PC. Huh. So basically, Microsoft. What the fuck yeah. I mean, it's. It's funny they're forward-thinking when they're so far deep in the hole that it really doesn't matter. Like, okay, you can connect with PC brethren. No, but you can see see on your Xbox One as well, apparently, so. And do what? Chat? Talk? But but the only reason to use Discord is is like, if you're in, like, I used Discord briefly when I was playing MMOs. And I would play them on my PC. Okay. You know, and I don't have any other means of talking to these people. So I would use Discord. And then I was like, yeah, when you're weird, PC, I'm not going to fucking talk to you. I mean, they got, they got MMOs on, uh, they got MMOs on, on console. Maybe yeah. That's... And you can talk to those people on console. Yeah, you can. Wait, what the fuck is the point of this? <laughs> this is what I'm asking. I don't fucking know. If you're on your Xbox One and you want to talk to people on PC, you're going to be oh. playing different games, right? I don't get it. This is stupid. Fuck you, Microsoft. God damn it. Y'all getting my motherfucking nerves, yo. It don't make any sense. What's the point? What is the goddamn point? I guess so you can <clears throat> chat on Discord instead? Uh, instead of Xbox Live? I guess. <laughs> yo, go to headlines, yo. I have to do I an I have to do an ad read first. Get it. I read it. I still don't fucking understand it. I feel like we're on I feel like we're on the outside with Discord because none of us really use it. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I feel like I'm I feel and I feel like we're in the I don't want to say minority, but I feel like we're not with it. Because I think a lot of the kids I'm not, like I'm not hit Discord. To Discord. Oh, uh, hold on. Let me read a little bit more just so I'm maybe there's something that I'm missing that I don't get. As an Xbox Insider starting soon in the preview, we'll also have uh, no. Okay, that's telling you how to do it. After fun. I think this is one of those like generational gap things where online. our age is showing. States. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. No, I don't believe that's the case. You know, this is basically just so you can talk to people playing other systems or playing a PC. That's it. What the fuck, yo? I don't know, man. I don't know. Xbox Live has a perfectly fine. All right, that's cool. Do you, do, you, do you chat? Do you like type? Is that what you do? 
No. Like I know I like my sister uses Discord, but she's a PC gamer. And it's like they don't really have like a network, they don't have like an Xbox Live type thing, so they use fucking Discord. So they can talk to each other. You don't need that for Xbox One. Well, you need it if you want to talk. If to you want to talk to somebody that's playing fucking Okay, I don't care anymore. Whatever. Click. <laughs> I don't I don't get it. I don't understand. I don't fucking get it. I got a goddamn Xbox One sitting there. Can't fucking play it because ain't nothing on the bitch. And they're gonna put a Discord out so I can talk to my sister on the PC. What the fuck? There you go. So you could it's bringing families together. <laughs> that shit makes me mad, yo. It makes me really upset. Like they're just all kinds of other just ancillary shit that they're doing instead of putting fucking games on the the most powerful console that's ever been released. They ain't putting nothing on the motherfucker. Gears of War 4. Is it the most powerful console ever released? Console, yeah. Is it? It's one of those. If a, it's one of those. If a tree falls in the woods, <laughs> no one's around to hear it. <laughs> well, you know what? what? You might saying? be right because they haven't put anything on the motherfucker to prove it. <laughs> like I don't. I, like I just played God of War four, and that shit. I ain't seen. Oh, ain't nothing on the on the Xbox One that looks like. I mean, granted, Gears of War four looks amazing. It looks fucking amazing. But it ain't you know, get a God of War four. The president, the president is, is six five two thirty. <laughs> if no one's around to take his measurements, I can't believe this slander that's coming from the mouth of Terrence <laughs> about Xbox One. Have you seen the water in Sea of Thieves? Punch you in the. Do throat. you think that that could be <laughs> rendered on a normal Xbox One in that fashion? Yeah, because I played it on a normal Xbox One, and it would look perfectly fine. Wasn't running at 60 frames though. Mm. I would really like to see Sea of Thieves running at 60 frames per second on 4K Wait, television. How can, that how shit can, would probably blow my mind. I how can't Sea of Thieves run at 60 frames a second? Hmm? How can't Sea of Thieves run at 60 frames right. per second? <laughs> it wasn't on the Xbox One. Really? I don't even know how because that thing ain't got shit in the motherfucker. It's water and like very barren land. That water must take some serious computing yeah, power. I, I guess so. That, that's what the liquid cooling engine is doing inside <laughs> of the system. To render all the water. I'm so mad, yo. If you, too, want to be disappointed with a $500 purchase, go to densepixels.com <laughs> slash Amazon and order your Xbox One X using our Amazon link because yo. we will get a small percentage of the sale and you'll have the same level of disappointment for the Xbox One when no games come out for it. You won't lose any of that in, in the midst. Or you can spend four hundred on a PS4 Pro, probably be a lot happier, and and play and and be like Terrence and play God of War and it'll look amazing, even on a 1080p television. Yo, that shit running at sixty is amazing. It's awesome. It just is, Mike. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. You don't. You don't have a 4K television. I also don't have four hundred dollars either. <laughs> hey, you could have paid two fifty last weekend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> just saying. I might sure get that, one. I'm sure that PS4 is in good is in good condition. I think it's still like 150. I might get one without that that, that boost. Up. Yeah, I might. Get maybe one. maybe you can get the Spider Man PS4 Pro. What does that look like? I don't know. I'm sure they'll put one out. It probably probably won't look all that great if it's going to we'll be. We'll see. Maybe it'll be theme. red. Maybe red with Spider Man uh, logo all over it. Blue with a bunch of fucking jizz all over. <laughs> <laughs> 
Like, ah, that's not something I'll probably want. No, nah, that's probably but, really ugly. But when you, say, when you do get that, you go to densepixels.com slash Amazon to buy it. Use our link. Give us money. <sighs> Fucking Discord for goddamn Xbox. What the fuck is the point? <laughs> I swear, yo, that shit don't make any goddamn sense. Top stories. Hot on the heels of the Netherlands declaring loot boxes are gambling and therefore illegal. The Belgian Gaming Commission looked at Star Wars Battlefront 2, FIFA 18, Overwatch, and Counter-Strike Global Offensive and found that only Star Wars was not in violation of the country's gambling legislation. And that's only because EA stripped it out of the game. Right, I was about to say, whoa, hold up. <laughs> if, all of it, if anything, it was that one in particular. Like, Overwatch, no, no. That's not, they don't have, they, well, they do have loot boxes. They do have loot boxes, but... And, like, um, if you buy them, you have a higher chance of getting all the shit anyway. Like, Johnny. And they go pay, like, 20 bucks and got everything. That's like, that's like committing a crime. No, that's like doing dirt your whole life on your deathbed, being saved and born again, and then getting into heaven. Like, what the fuck? You, you the one that did all the dirt. <laughs> Meanwhile, your buddies, your buddies FIFA and Overwatch and Counter-Strike, they over there rotting in hell. <laughs> Right. <laughs> is that true that if you pay, you get a better you get better odds on rare items for the Overwatch? Is that like a published fact? I, I don't I don't know, but he he paid like twenty bucks, but a poor bunch of boxes, and he unlocked all the goddamn costumes. That'd be a serious issue. If so, that was the case. Yeah, I think that. Mm, <laughs> mm, I don't know because mm. it takes a lot to to level up to get like a box every level. That shit is awesome. After a certain. Like once you hit like level 100, ah. a statement from Minister of Justice Cohen Cohen Geens said that FIFA 18, Overwatch, and Counter Strike Global Offensive were therefore illegal and demanded their loot boxes be removed. If they're not, the publishers quote risk a prison sentence of up to five years and a fine of up to eight hundred thousand euro. They need to calm the fuck down. That's ridiculous. Uh, 800,000 euro is $966,329.60 in real money. <laughs> so uh, a million dollars. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, pretty like, sure, I'm pretty sure EA would be like, you want to just fine us like five times that and we'll call it even instead of the other time? <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. And they'll be like, yeah, that... That sounds crazy, but okay. And then EA be like, "Let me pull out my wallet. Here you go." And then just move, go <laughs> like, on their fuck way. Off. So, well, the, the minister of justice the said back. that if a minor is involved in the transaction of loot boxes, the fines could be doubled. Mm. Well, first of all, if your minor is involved in that loot box, you, know, you need to parent your child your children better. Why do they have your credit card? It's a fair question. Just smashed that shit out of your fucking wallet. No. Well, they uh, they are very protective of children in Belgium. Uh, the minister said it is often children who come into contact with such systems, and we cannot allow that. Uh, given the importance of the protection of minors and vulnerable players, this was very uh, worrying. So here's uh. Here's a statement from EA. Quote, 
We strongly believe that our games are developed and implemented ethically and lawfully around the world and take those responsibilities very seriously. We care deeply that our players are having fun and a fair experience in all of our games and take great care to ensure each game is marketed responsibly, including in compliance with regional rating standards. We welcome the dialogue with Minister Geens on these topics as we do not agree that our games can be considered any form of gambling. Corporate speak, corporate speak, corporate speak. End quote. Implemented ethically? No. Uh, lawfully? <laughs> yeah. Like, they're not breaking a law. Uh, apparently but, they are now. Yeah. I mean, we don't know what Belgium laws are. That shit is wild. Uh, yeah. So what do you think so what do you think's gonna happen? Like I because I, they're not just gonna I, I don't even think it's technologically possible to just strip out well, I guess you could block the access of games in, in Belgium and the Netherlands from being able to purchase um these you know loot boxes with real money in those countries. I guess you could do that. Obviously you you can't strip it out of the game. Yeah, course. you would either yeah, like you said, you would either it would be denied at the storefront. You know what I mean? Like when you, when you, oh, I want to buy this. And then it boots up the store or whatever. And it's just like, nah, yo, we, 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 we see where this IP address is coming from. Get out of here. Or, you know, drastically. And I don't think they would do this, but just don't ship games over there. <laughs> well, they can't control that. I mean, if it, it, on digital, on a digital storefront. Yeah. Yeah, block. I mean, yeah. So yeah, block whole countries. Fucking, like, I mean, it's not unheard of. Australia. Yeah. There's a whole goddamn continent that can't play certain games. I think I mean, it's probably easier to restrict it from a continent than it is uh, from one. You know, and especially yeah. it gets tricky because you have the whole EU thing to consider because they're both part of that and yeah, everything else. I don't know which. I mean, because I feel like that if they. Obviously, they're going to have to do something, and I feel like if they restrict from actual purchases, hardcore like, and I'm just thinking of FIFA in general, hardcore players in those countries are going to be pissed because they want to be able to throw money <laughs> to throw money at these things and and get players and have competitive teams. Like if if you make it so that the only way you can get packs is by grinding in game credits, that ain't going to be too fun. Yeah, if you're if you're serious about FIFA. What about the option of making credits easier to obtain? But then they have to do it for everybody. You can't just yeah, you yeah. can't just change distribution rates for one local, That's you know, one locality. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Do it for everybody in the next uh, in the next year. They ain't giving away that billion, that you know five <laughs> that however many millions of dollars it is from extra revenue they're making from Ultimate Team. You kidding? Like I so, said, if I were I'd be like finest. I'd be like finest. Whatever you want, I don't care. <laughs> so where does um where does GTA five sit here in this in this argument? Not gambling apparently. Hmm. Because it's like you never know, you don't know if you when you put that money in, you don't know if you're gonna get what you want. Yes. Is that is that the whole that's premise? that that is the entire argument. Because G- in GTA five it's not a loot box, it's, it's just, just money. money. Right? They just spend it's fucking mo- real money, money to get m- r- fake money for a game. Wow. Yeah. And take two's like, haha, we're gonna just make our money and be rich. Yeah. Six billion dollars. Yep. Red Dead Redemption 2. <laughs> Red Dead Redemption too late, motherfucker. <laughs> we ain't bringing this shit out. We ain't bringing this shit Yo. out until you stop buying games of uh, shark cards. Yeah, like what the fuck? Yo, that's crazy. <laughs> I can't 
that's insane to me, man. Like, granted, yeah, once you get all of that shit, it, it gets like if you if you haven't put real money into GTA Five, ain't no point. There's legitimately no fucking point in playing in that game. I just I, I, walking running around with tanks and fucking yachts and shit. You're like, I gotta, I gotta, it's Cavalier. <laughs> I I do like Micah's point though. How Star Wars Battlefront Two was actually the one that yeah, lit the fuse the one and started ran out of the building before telling everyone that the bomb was about to go off. <laughs> I booted up yeah, GTA a couple of weeks ago just to see what the hubbub is about GTA Online. That was the most boring thing I've ever played in my entire life. I don't get it. When like, I first when it first came out, that shit was awesome, man. Like it's just like. Two people riding around in their cars, acting like assholes, yeah. and it's just like, what am I, what am I doing? And yeah, there's so much just like blink, 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 like just so much shit going on. Yeah. I, I, I hate getting old, man. <laughs> <laughs> I jumped on there a couple months back myself, and again, like, and I had like two million dollars in my account. So I was like, hey, I'm going to go ahead and buy this bunker, which was like a million. And then I was like, you got to put a million dollars to become a CEO. I'm like, well, I just wasted all my money on the bunker. <laughs> well, what the fuck? I can't do anything with this. Click. Suck my ass. Like, this is stupid. Like, a game is, yeah, you have to put money into it. Or you just got to spend a thousand hours getting enough money before you can do anything fun. Like, all of that, like, smugglers run and you're like a CEO of your own corporation and you got yachts and tanks and boats and helicopters. Yeah, that shit costs like $4 million for like a boat. Like, you know how long it takes to get $4 million just playing that game? Nah, yo. That shit ain't fun. I I am not looking forward to when uh, life imitates art and a boat will literally cost $4 million. I'm just laughing because I'm trying to think like what EA can do, and I think I figured out. And I keep I keep going back to FIFA because I just want to know. And and Overwatch really isn't as big of a deal in the yeah, same way because just cosmetic, I, cosmetic. I anyway. even, it's kind of weird that they threw Overwatch in there so oh, just under the bus like that. So here's what you up. do: EA's got to look at at Take Two and look at the GTA model. They're like, those guys are really doing some good stuff over there. They're making a fuckload of money. So here's what you do: no more packs. Just coins. Well, no, you keep the packs because you can use you can use you know coins to to buy the packs. But yeah. you just let you just let people buy their FIFA tokens that they can then use to bid on cards and auctions. But you do it at a exchange rate that still, if you want to get like that Ronaldo or that Messi, you still probably have to pay like fifty dollars to to get that one card. That's mm. what you'll see. Isn't that what that's what Take Two does with their sports games, right? Like, you yeah, have pretty to much. Buy, like points, and then you use those points. To put into what you actually, it's not like, it's not like, uh, they don't do, you might get this. It's like, no, you pay for this and this is what you're going to get. And then you have like real, cause then basically you'll have real life eBay essentially in FIFA where you, where you're bidding with real money to get these players, except that no, except that the only people seeing the money is EA. That's what's going to happen. This is what, this is what you all asked for. If you don't use it, like. If you don't use it, it's already like they already got your money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just if it's just sitting there, it's like okay, whatever. We you paid for it, nigga. Like, <laughs> it's gonna happen, and this is what you all invited into your homes because you're like, I don't like random chance. It really sucks. We open a pack of cards and not get a player that I wanted. <clears throat> cool. Here, get your messy. Give me sixty dollars. Oh, I burned, motherfucker. 
It's going to happen. Yeah. But like I said, you asked for it. I don't need to play FIFA. Yeah. For this shit. I play FIFA in months. <laughs> EA pissed me off. EA run me the wrong way. Oh, I was serious man. about that shit. I am Terrenson EA. You know, see how, see how yeah. good that feels? Until Anthem comes out, and then I'll have to give that a shot. Uh, but until then, out, look, look. I'm telling you right now, if Anthem comes out and it's on some bullshit, nope. If they're I like, really hey, I really don't want it to. Me, me and Micah have to experience that together. We owe it to ourselves as Bioware fans. Okay. To support that game, at least at first, unless unless it, like you said, unless it's awesome bullshit, and then it's just out of here. Yeah, feels good to be able to stick to your guns. I I, I didn't even like Burnout Paradise came out. I was like, nope, moving on. The point. What was oh, it? That shit bucks? Is, what like fifty dollars, forty dollars? Yeah, forty dollars. Nah, still, but still, I played that game enough times to know what it is. <laughs> like I don't, I don't need to play it again. Uh, one one Johnny Belfield. Got a platinum trophy in that game. We're all or two thousand achievement points, whatever, whichever. Uh, <laughs> Damn, dude. currency you choose. No, not me. <laughs> Speaking of not me, Nintendo <laughs> President Tatsumi Kimishima says, "Not me. I'm not going to be president anymore." And he's stepping down. He's stepping down in June. The uh, uh, Kimishima will will retire from office June 28th, pending shareholder approval. Uh, at that time, his replacement will assume the title of representative director and president. That person is Shantaro Furukawa, who currently runs Nintendo's global marketing department. What's most interesting about naming Furukawa as Kimishima's Kimishima, God, these <laughs> I'm so ignorant. Um, as as the dude's successor is his age. Furuka- Furukawa was born in 1972. He will be 46 when he begins his job as president. That is a significant difference from Kimishima, who turned 68 earlier this month. At 46, Furukawa will be much closer in age to Iwata-san, the longtime president and CEO who died in July of 2015 after more than a decade as Nintendo's head. While Iwata was 55 when he died, the beloved company head assumed office uh, the year of his 43rd birthday. With his youth, he brought a special kind of energy to Nintendo, uh, where he was its first new head for more than 50 years. So. It seems that they are um, learning from from what uh, what worked. You got to get young blood in here. Old ass seventy year old niggas talking about some hey games like nah, dude. He was. I mean, (laughs) I remember when when they when he uh, you know when he stepped up after Iwata passed away. This was always the plan, right? Like he was always supposed to be a caretaker president. Like he was just there to stop gap. Basically, like he like he he was there to keep the company rolling the same direction, and they I think if I recall correctly, they had two guys um, that they were both looking that they were looking at to kind of groom for the position, um, and I think Furukawa was one of them. If I if I recall, this was you know two years ago, so it's hard to remember the exact details. But I I remember this being the plan, so this did not come as a surprise to me. Um, 
I mean, that's pretty baller of Kimishima to be like, yeah, I was the guy that brought it back, and now I'm leaving. Peace. <laughs> Kimishima out. Hey, man, you got you to gotta leave it better than you found it. He did. And he did. Um, yeah. Good for Nintendo. They're, they're having uh, incredible success. Um, success that hasn't been seen since... Well, I guess Wii? the Wii U, I mean, the Wii is considered a, a, a success hardware-wise, right? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, hardware-wise. <laughs> um, what came out before the Wii U? Or the Wii? The, uh, uh, GameCube? The GameCube. Um, yeah. which the, the handheld has been holding them down. Which the Switch uh, is currently 4 million units away from surpassing? Uh-oh. Already? Oh, snap. But the Wii what? The, the GameCube. It's almost it's, outsold it's, the GameCube. Damn. I mean, the GameCube is fondly yeah, remembered, but not, yeah, not that a, successful. Huge system, so, yeah. yeah, yeah, it might have been the uh, lunchbox handle that was on top of it, or it could have been the stupid ass controller, possibly as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is one of the worst controllers, if not the worst controller I've ever seen. No, it's the, it's the worst controller. Yeah. Is next the to the Nintendo controller. sixty four controller because that thing is a piece of shit too. Yo, that thing is a marital aid. uh so yeah congratulations to uh furukawa-san uh shuntaru sounds like uh more combat villain um moving on (laughs) first party titles still dominating sales on nintendo hardware as uh, equity analyst Michael Patcher, Pactor, Pactor, sorry, <laughs> I'm sick. Yeah, that's, uh, why, that's why you mispronounce it. Okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> I've, been, I've been sick for the last hundred some odd shows. <laughs> uh, he tweeted interesting Nintendo factoid from supplementary sidelines first party Nintendo titles comp- uh, comprised. of software sales in fiscal year 18, down slightly from 87% the prior year, notwithstanding hundreds of third-party titles, third-party continues to dominate. Okay. So again, they are... uh, Nintendo is seeing success that uh, I haven't recognized since the Nintendo 64. So this is... um... This is the when I saw this, I was a little surprised and a little concerned because if you recall, the Wii, like we mentioned, the Wii was wildly successful from a hardware standpoint. But the problem is that Nintendo was the only ones making any money from the console because the the software sale rate was terrible. And when people did buy games, they were typically Nintendo's games, despite the fact that there were hundreds upon hundreds of third-party titles that came out on the console. And it's one of the things that caused third-party developers to back away from Nintendo, especially when the Wii U released. And it's one of the things that doomed that system to failure, arguably before it even came out, because of the lack of third-party support that it had. Now, everyone is flocking back to the Switch, because the Switch is, you know, is, is doing very well right now. But if these games won't sell on this console, how long do we think third parties are going to stick around? Do we think we're going to see a repeat of what happened with the Wii? Yeah, what uh, 
what third party games do you have on your switch are you counting digital downloads yeah okay because i've got a few of those um i have ocean horn i have shovel knight um uh <laughs> the I, games came out like two and three years ago <laughs> i have lego city undercover but that's my wife's um yeah that's uh it's not good uh, that's all i'm thinking about right now oh i, <laughs> I have uh, sorry I, I have poya poya tetris as well does uh does bayonetta one and two count as third party no games? they do not and i don't have any that's interesting <laughs> I will. I, I just pre-ordered. Wait, count a third because part? Nintendo publishes them. Yeah, that's I'll right. That one. Do. Uh, they do now. Yeah, they do. Um, I just pre-ordered um, the 30th anniversary of Street Fighter. Oh, I have that reserved as well. On the Switch? Yeah. Yeah. I, I have it pre-ordered on the Switch and the PS4. Cause... Let's see, I'm not that crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm not buying it on the PS. I have Street Fighter Five for the PS4 and Street Fighter Other for the Switch. Okay, yeah, we'll see. I have a little. I have a little Street Fighter folder created for for uh, when I download that game, and I'll have the three Street Fighter games in there: the 30 years of Street Fighter, and then Street Fighter Four, which I have, and then uh, Street Fighter Five. Bam, bam. <laughs> <laughs> But so that, so it's concerning, right? Because it's so far. I mean, while the extra third party support is is good, and people are certainly encouraged about that, people ain't buying the games apparently. Yeah, I don't know, man. Um, I don't know. I don't know if games. Well, I guess I guess they're doing the same thing they did with the with the Wii, right? Like everybody's got this thing because they marketed the hell out of it. But I haven't quite seen a lot of shovelware now. Maybe it's because I don't work in the retail industry anymore. There's not a lot of shovelware. I will say that much. That's that's okay. the one thing that's different is that there's not a lot of bullshit that's okay. coming out for the system. All right, that's good. Yeah, that, I mean that's. That's the only thing that I think they really need to be concerned about is just letting anybody like they can't be whores, man. Like, don't just let anything come on your system and and dilute your product. And you got to you got to give people what they want in a reasonable fashion. I'm not saying I need a Mario game every year, but and I think what they're doing with the rollout with their with their big money makers is pretty decent. But um and apparently, you know, they have a couple of good games. Like, I still want to get that golf game. Mm-hmm. Like, I haven't, I haven't, I think I still have a couple credits left from when I pre-ordered Street Fighter. If it's like under ten bucks, I'll get that golf. Oh, game. the the RPG one. Yeah, I heard it's good. Yeah, I heard it's good. So I'll get that golf game and see what it's about, just to boot my switch up. But yeah, I don't know, man. What do you think? Uh, well, I'll ask both of you. Do you think that Nintendo has a responsibility to make sure that third parties are successful in the console? The responsibility, yeah, to do so. Because I feel, I feel like PlayStation and Microsoft do go, do make the effort to to prop up other games. Does Microsoft? I feel, I yes, I feel like they, like they were heavily promoting Assassin's Creed. 
Um, oh, yeah, because they, had, they, were, they were heavily promoting that because they came up with a new system that was the most powerful system. Right, but they also, you know, they also had the exclusivity for Rise of the Tomb Raider what? briefly as well. Yeah, they did have that. That's true. You're right. They do. Did? They don't have it anymore? No, it's on both consoles no. now. No, 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 they don't. <laughs> it was always a tied exclusive. Okay. Yeah, right. So it's going to be coming out on both systems at the same fucking time. <laughs> Ah, oh, that's funny. But yeah, uh, yeah I, I, don't, I don't know if they have the responsibility, but I would, I would think that they would want to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I feel would, like that's a thing that they would want to do. Like their system is incredibly successful, but if they're only going to just throw out first party games constantly, yeah, all the Super Nintendo has it going to be like because that's what they do. Like Nintendo fans are just going to pick up everything Nintendo. But like, people really like your system. Court those fucking third party people. They may not be as powerful as the other game system, but like, come on, yeah. People want to play shit on the go, right? They do. I wouldn't yeah, say that. But do you want to play? Do you want to play Doom on the go? No, but I'm not. I'm not talking not about Doom. Like that. That like I think that Bethesda. I think Beth- there's there's different companies doing different things for different reasons. I think Bethesda specifically. Is just testing the like they're chumming the waters to see if it's worth them releasing stuff on that console by putting Doom and Skyrim and Wolfenstein on there to see if there's any kind of market interest for it. But I'm talking about the third party companies, like because aside from Ubisoft, I don't feel like Nintendo gives a lot of prominence to third like like and then this may be sh- like short term syndrome that I'm just not remembering, but I feel like that during their Nintendo directs for the Switch so far, they haven't really spent a lot of time focusing on any third-party games, and most of the spotlight is given to their games, which makes sense. And it's not like they're ignoring the third-party games. I mean, like, you still you still see them appear in these presentations. But I feel like that it's like, here's a trailer, and we're going to talk about this for 90 seconds, and then we're moving on to the next thing. Like I fe- And I feel like they actually, like, spotlight their stuff. You know what they should do? Like, not not do, like, a Steam-type thing, but take, like, the best from Steam and just put it on the Switch. Because like what's the point? Like yeah, that's still third party, but like it's handheld shit. Like this, like those little like two D side scrolling, those classic two D graphics and shit like that. But like newer games, like do those. Put those on the system. Like if you're not gonna do like super exclusive like Battlefront I mean, or anything like that. I mean, but that's the thing. They do have that stuff on there. They do already. Yeah, like there, they there, have there's a, a pretty robust of indie games marketplace. On that yeah. Okay. You just don't hear about them. So yeah, I see what I see what you're saying now. Because I, I, last time I went on that eShop, there's a ton of stuff on there I had just never heard of. So they just don't promote it because they're constantly promoting their first party shit, right? Because they know that's because they know that's, that's what's what, going to sell the system. That's, that'll put the butts in the seats. I mean, it does, <laughs> but at the same time, like, what are you going to do to keep me? I mean, Mario. They just announced is over uh, 10 million units for Mario Odyssey. I mean, that's cool, but like, okay, you're 10 million units in. Like, what else are you going to give your people to play? Labo? Apparently, that's doing really fucking well in Japan because they're fucking weird. But <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just feel like like I'm not saying that they should not spotlight their big releases because, of course, they should. But I'm saying well, in the in the in between, like, well, in the in between times, like promote like, hey, guys, like here's these like do do a third party Nintendo Direct, like do a Nintendo Direct exclusively surrounded around third party games that are coming to your console that you think can be successful on your console. I don't understand yeah. why they wouldn't do that. 
Like it's as strong as what? Like the the system itself. Mm-hmm. What is it like spec wise? Com- like from if, a comparable you, standpoint, probably a PS3 and 360, maybe a little bit more powerful than those, possibly. Hmm. I mean, you can do a lot with that. I mean, it's not gonna because you can take it along with you. I mean, I don't know, man. Yeah, I, know I, I don't. Like, when is when is uh, No More Heroes coming out? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, the summer, I think. You know what I mean? But that—that's the problem. Is like they showed that in a trailer for ninety seconds, and like coming soon to the Switch, and then nothing. like next thing, next thing, like just moving it along. And here's a new Nintendo game. Like, what the fuck? Bro? Right? Like, like, like why so, would I, I bother? Like, like, if I would like, if I was third party at that point, why the fuck would I bother if you're not going to promote? And and if you're not seeing, it's one thing if people are buying the stuff anyway. But like I said, when you're when you're first party games and. To, I mean, Nintendo does have a lot of first-party games that have come out on the system so far. But when you're for, when the, when they're like eight or nine games are taking up eighty-five percent of the sales, and the other hundred games that are out for the console are making up the other fifteen percent, that's not a long-term formula for success to keep those people around. Because we've seen this happen two yes. times before, right? And again, as I was saying, like, why would I even bother if I was third party? Like, why would why am I going to put the resources into making a game for your system if you're not even going to promote? <laughs> say, hey, you can play this game on the run, on the go. It looks just as good as an Xbox 360 or slightly better, but it's handheld, you know? Why the maybe, fuck am I going to bother putting any money into it? Maybe Nintendo is just the best fly-by-night operation in the world. <laughs> <laughs> but this, this shit's going to cost them because if they, it goes down the road you know, however many years it is, when they come out with a new platform, if, if this same shit happens again, where third parties like, here's a tiny bit of the of the pie to share between all of you, but we're going to take the majority of it, like, then when the next system comes out, people are going to be like, nah. Like, hey, we're, not, off, like we're not doing it, so. Like I'm not, not going to waste my time. And, yeah, and they, you can't just, they, Nintendo can't just, as we saw with Wii U, you can't support a console with just your releases. I'm sorry, it's not going to work. They have, uh, they have some games coming out. Firewatch is coming out. Um, Luminez is coming out. The Banner Saga trilogy is coming out. Um, Again, they have, those are uh, new. I mean, they're not new, but they are. They are. I mean, I'm. I see a bunch of other games that I, you know, they look. I guess they're new. I, I just, I'm not aware of them. Like uh, Kingdom Two Crowns. I, I don't, I don't know what that is, but, um. I see Wolfenstein too. Yeah, you didn't, you didn't know about that? No, I didn't know about yeah. that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they have they have a couple more games coming out, but you're right they don't really they don't really promote them. Octopath Traveler is coming out whenever, I guess. I mean, that's one they are promoting. To be fair, yeah. So, um, and a new Shin Megami game, Steep. Ooh, Steep. Yeah, how much is that? What the fuck is that? Is that that, is that, that snowboarding, snowboarding game? game? How much is that yeah. game? How, how much is it? Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> Whatever it is, it's probably a little steep to me. <laughs> God damn it. God damn it. God so damn for, it. Uh, for question of the week, we, we, pose the same, uh, we pose the same questions to you, the listeners. Um, are you concerned about the long-term lack of third parties, uh, you know, the lack of third party sales in the long term, and what should Nintendo be doing to better support third party publishers on the Switch? Trey said they can try not to release a game the same month as a major third party game. If No More Heroes is dropping in July, then push Mario whatever to late August, because some Nintendo fans will push their mom out of the way for a new release. Um, 
I don't think they're going to be delaying any Mario games for, for No More Heroes. No More Heroes, I wouldn't consider a major third-party release, personally. Yeah. But that's going to sell anyway. I don't think so. Like, that's no, a very no, niche I'm talking, about I'm talking about, like, a Mario game. Oh, yeah, Mario game's going to sell anyway. So. Uh, Sunday morning at 2 a.m., and that shit will sell. People will be sitting in line if they can't download it. But, so, yeah, I mean, I don't see, I don't see any issue with that. Because the, the, your Mario game, you know your Mario game is going to sell. Regardless of whenever the hell you bring it out. But like, yeah. Spotlight your third party shit. <laughs> Before you throw another first party and kill it and fucking eat I mean, itself like Trump do his, does his goddamn businesses. I mean, let's let's maybe pick a better game than No More Heroes, though. <laughs> to, oh, to, what a, what is that? Stuff, bro? <laughs> oh. Third party wise. I'm going to get no more. <laughs> and and you should enjoy it. And and you and the other 50 people that buy that game, I'm sure will enjoy it very much. So. Uh, Cam says, I think it's tough to say that such large support for first party software is a bad thing because it's difficult to compare Nintendo's first party offerings to Microsoft's, which are non-existent, and Sony's, which don't and Sony's, which don't really exist much either. Pause on that. The <laughs> fuck are you talking about, Cam, that Sony's first party offerings don't exist? Terrence literally switched allegiances because of Sony's first party offerings. <laughs> Tell me I'm lying. Is he joking? I don't know. I think this is the breakup. <laughs> this is unbelievable. What, 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 a, what a ridiculous statement to say. The heel turn. Oh my lord. <laughs> I think I think that as long as people keep buying switches, then third party publishers will be down to give them a chance. What hurt the Wii U so much is that the system itself fucking sucked and nobody wanted it. Well, that's true. We made no disagreement there, I can tell you that. Uh, Amir says they should do more advertising because I never know what's coming out or on the Switch. That's also, like, we've been talking about, like, we don't know what's there. Um, Carrie says, I was interested, I'm of course interested to hear her perspective. Uh, I think it'll eventually even itself out. A lot of third-party companies likely came to the Switch a little gun-shy, given the fact that the Wii and Wii U both proved themselves to be virtually pointless for those companies to try and develop for. Nintendo had to really bring their A game for the first year with the one big first-party game after another in order to restore consumer faith in their console division. There's clearly more third-party support in the Switch than there was ever on the Wii U. We've seen large third-party developers and publishers like Bethesda and Ubisoft do things on the Switch they never did on the Wii or Wii U. I largely expect that this year's E3 will bring a slew of third-party Switch software announcements. So an E3 prediction from Carrie. Brandon says partnerships with third parties and developing games using Nintendo's own characters could bring third part could give third parties higher sales while also expanding Nintendo's own brands, bring back small franchises and give them new life. Yeah, that's a trick they've done in the past. That's proved successful is by uh, whoring out their properties to <laughs> third parties. I mean, should Mario and Rabbids is a technically a third party release. If yeah. you really uh, think about it. So, mm-hmm. Uh, Johnny says, I think it's mainly because thir- many third-party developers dipped their toes into this situation by giving old ports and remasters like Skyrim. I can't make a judgment until E3 and see what they bring to the table. Jake says, their endless undercuts of third-party games paired with releases of first-party games isn't a help, but this is a main reason as to why I don't own a Switch yet. I've seen exactly what that Wii U was, and I didn't buy it out of principle, and lo and behold, I was right. I don't know where I sit yet on this one, but it's going to take more than one good Zelda game and some weird-ass cardboard robot shit for me to board that singer. <laughs> we should just call the, the Labo 
cardboard, weird ass cardboard robot shit from. That's <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck it is. Name is Amy. And weird ass, weird ass cardboard, cardboard robot shit. Robo sh- robot shit is the episode title <laughs> for this episode. <laughs> Thank you, Jake. Uh, uh, Mark says it's important to note that the hundreds of third-party game releases are ma- majority of indie titles that have been out on PC or other consoles for months or years. Most third-party yeah. developers started getting behind the Switch six to eight months ago. I think mostly third-party developers need to not get discouraged by numbers like this. Give it another 12 to 18 months when developers have had time to release big titles at the same time as other consoles rather than months later. Justin says... <laughs> Thus far, almost all third-party titles have been ports of old releases, which the, with the occasional remaster. Developers jumped on the Switch a bit late, so there simply hasn't been enough time to develop something for the console. We'll start to see new games come to the console in the next few years, and things will begin to even themselves out, though first-party titles will always be a very high percentage of sales. Another factor may be that one of the major en- engines, he can't remember if it's Unity or Unreal, uh, has a lot of trouble working properly on the Switch, for whatever reason. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, Reginald says, be the, be the console adjacent for third-party games like how portable consoles were. For example, Kingdom Hearts 3, PS4 and Xbox One, and Kingdom Hearts 3-ish, but really just DLC for the Switch. Do you guys think that approach would work very well, putting, like, weird adjacent games on the console instead of the main releases? No. No. Uh, yeah, I do. If, um, if... Nintendo is aware of its place in the pecking order, so to speak, of um, video game consoles, and they are content with being your number two console. Um, I think that's a good idea. One, it's a people who are hardcore fans have a reason to buy a Switch because they will play, they will be able to play something that is only for the switch even if it's just like a half-assed you know a half-assed port with a different plot like to them it'll feel different and it'll feel new and it'll Mm -hmm. be like uh it's like a it's like a trick that they're pulling i could see that working Uh, my my thing the thing about that is and that works fine on a on a handheld because it's like vastly it's not not nearly as powerful as a console. Like these, this thing is again. I it's not as strong. It's, that's not nearly as powerful as a console. Uh, but it's it's as powerful. It's not that much underpowered than the new ones, right? Yeah. I mean, it can push out some pretty solid. Damn, really? I mean, it's it's got to fit in this tiny like fucking Zelda's, tablet. Zelda's <laughs> fucking cool looking, right? And that's that's the thing. It's all about art style. It's all about art mm-hmm. style. Nintendo games are always going to look the best because they know exactly what what they have they can work box. around with. Yeah, yeah. I, okay. I, mm, damn, really? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Why the fuck would I buy this goddamn thing? <laughs> I mean, I so I've I've played a little bit of Doom on the Switch, mm-hmm. and like it's fine. But given saying, well, you can either play Doom on the Switch. Or you can play on the PS4. I'm never choosing the Switch. Like, that's just not going to happen. <laughs> if the Switch is my only console choice and I want to play Doom, then sure, like it's fine. But like I said, if I have a choice, I'm like, I'm going to get the one that looks better and is cheaper right now because it's been out for two years. So, hmm. uh, Leonardo says, why the fuck does question of the week make me work? Because we want the best answers possible, Leonardo. God damn it. Click on that link and summarize your thoughts. 
Uh, Randy says, Nintendo can do more advertising because you never hear about third-party games, but when any Mario game comes out, it's everywhere. They should also take the route of PlayStation and Microsoft and make a pro version of their system. That is not something that I need. No, thank you. <laughs> I do not need a Switch Pro anytime ever, honestly. It's going to piss me off when they come out with the fucking Switch XL. Like that, I already, I've already made my piece <laughs> that that shit's going to happen in like a year and a half or two years, and it's going to make me mad. And it's going to make me madder because I'm going to buy it because I'm a bitch. But then, <laughs> but, but it's going to piss me off all the same when it happens. Yeah, I don't oh, need that. Shit. I don't need that. And then Aaron wraps it up. Uh, ensure the dev kit is easy enough for them to develop on and increase the third party's percentage by at least 10 on all boards. Uh, physical copies, digital downloads, and reduce the amount of the third party needs to contribute for adaptation or creation on their system by 25%. If they make it monetarily feasible, more companies will be willing to try it and they'll profit from it regardless. That was a word salad, but he made me think of something. Um, I remember when the system first came out, and you're still seeing this, for some reason... Certain games um, cost more on the Switch than they do on their other counterparts as well. Like Rocket League, like if you buy the Rocket League Collector's Edition, at least at retail on the Switch, it's forty bucks, but it's ten dollars cheaper on PlayStation and Xbox. Huh? Are you wilding? The fuck? <laughs> like what? Like really? I got that shit. For free. Yeah. Appara- apparently, I, I I remember there being some hubbub about this last year. I think Nintendo charges developers like like other publishers for the cartridge for the switch cartridge so they roll that into the price basically of the game because obviously the developer is not gonna pay that cost out of pocket themselves mm-hmm. and take less money um yeah that's kind of a bad idea too i think i totally forgot about that i wish i had thought about that when i uh when we had that when we had the discussion earlier but yeah so uh thank you for you guys' responses for question of the week uh, look, I think we can agree that Nintendo should be li- at least a little bit more um, forward-thinking about this because otherwise history is going to repeat itself for the third time. Uh, we'll see. That is our show. Uh, if you're not in our fan group, go to densepixels.com slash fans. Join today. Uh, there's discussions happening every day. It's a good time. We have a lot of fun. Um, read, leave us a five-star review on iTunes. We read on the air if you do, so whatever you want to plug, you can throw it in there and we'll read it because we're fools. Uh, subscribe to the show on any podcatcher that you play with. If you use Twitch, you can find us there as well. Uh, the main show channel is Dense Pixels. We are also on there individually. I'm Dense Pixels Brad. Terrence is Apparition 410. Micah is Dense Black Nerd. And Carrie is Suffolk's Carrie. So that is it for us this week. Uh, thank you very much for listening. And we will talk to you all next week. See you. Thank you, dude.